0: Hey everyone, Eleanor Samsara here. Star Sound Speaks. StarSoundAstrology.com. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the full moon. We have a full moon in Virgo, and it's very exciting, it's going to be tomorrow at 1:47 Eastern Standard Time p.m. And it is the first of 3 supermoons. So this is going to be a very anytime time we have a supermoon, it's an intensely powerful full moon. It's like a full moon on steroids. Um, We are going to have three of them. So March will be one next month and then in May. So March, April, May, three full moons. And then in the fall, we'll have three full moons, September, October, November. So um, the full moon, a super moon is um, what we used to call perigee. That's the official astronomical term, perigee, the moon at at uh, perigee means it's the closest to the earth. You know how the, the moon has an elliptical orbit, so that means that it's kind of a little egg-shaped. So there's that part that bows out, it, that's apogee, and then perigee is when it gets, it's the rounded part, and it's when it's very close, the orbit is very close to the earth. So that means many things. For sure, it means we're gonna have higher tides, higher, low tide, high tide will be more dramatic. Um, We'll also think about Virgo. Virgo's an earth sign. So earth sign means uh, things are related to earth and it's mutable earth. So we might be seeing um, tectonic plates shifting, you know, maybe some earth changes in that regard um with virgo being um, a virgo ruling uh, things like food health hygiene our daily routine um, details right it's the thinking mind mercury is the ruler of this full moon because with virgo mercury is the planet that rules virgo So all things related to Mercury, we're going to dive into this and uh, kind of give you a little uh, outlay of what what this might look like and um, and then how to be empowered in this. So here you go, grab a chair, right? Um, So we were saying, yes, obviously with the coronavirus being very, very um, intense right now, um, and uh, so much so um, moving along since the last podcast. Look at all that has happened, right? It it's, uh, has grown exponentially. And, um, of course, the stock markets have been um, noticing that too, the price of gas. It seems like every day I go down the street and it seems like it's a penny, two pennies lower, lower and lower and lower. So, um, yes, it's definitely have a, having a very palpable effect. Um, With the full moon in Virgo, it is just heightening our awareness about um, being, you know, health and hygiene, and to be practical about these things. So with the sun in Pisces, the full moon is always in the opposite sign, right? The opposite sign of the sun. So the sun's in Pisces, and the full moon's in Virgo this month. Next month, the sun will be in Aries, and the full moon will be in Libra. So... For the full moon in Virgo, I'd also like to say that if you are a Virgo, if you have the sun in Virgo, if you were born late August to late September, you have the sun in Virgo, and uh, this would be the kind of the full moon of your year. So if you can think about, if you imagine your birthday being a new moon, and then the, the year moves along kind of like the phases of the moon, right? It builds from, from the time of Virgo, late August, late September, up till now. The, it's like the, your year has been building, you've been working, and the full moon of your year is six months after your birthday. So that's when things that you've started back around the Virgo time come to fruition full moon is always about culmination and fruition things that bear its time for it to bear its harvest so literally a harvest right happens to be that Virgo rules food and agriculture so um, there you go you know it's certainly um, things like that but also metaphorically projects and things bearing fruit this is obviously a time for us to be practical you know Virgo is all about details and being organized and efficient and uh, you know at the same time we don't want to we want to strike that balance between um, you know when when they say you know prepare for the worst but um, uh, hope for the best but prepare for the worst or something to that nature so um, you know the, the sun in Pisces, you could say that's preparing for the best, right? It was to be optimistic and hold your ideals, but also be practical. So, um, you know, in the last episode, I talked about the power of sound and healing and mantra to um, to mitigate and to create the kind of, you know, our consciousness that we want to move into and, and expand, the expansion of consciousness, so not to get caught up in worry and fear. And the new moon, I mean, sorry, the full moon in Virgo is just that, it's, it's reminding us to keep that balance and to not get overly excessively worried. and. Um, in our head and worrying about details but just holding the faith and yet being practical so do what you have to do, um, you know, perhaps putting some food aside as the, the CDC, Center for Disease Control in the United States, um, they have mentioned that, you know, a couple of weeks back, it's just good to be wise and put some things aside just, you know, to see in worst case scenario you don't need the food and you can just keep it to you know use so that's being very Virgo efficient right um, Virgo also rules um, not just health and hygiene but it also rules nature and animals and youth right so mercury you can think of it you know the youth the the young he, he looked he's the young messenger God he had that little winged hat and the winged shoes so it, it rules youth so um, I would say a good, um, you know, rule of thumb is pay attention to nature. Strike that balance. Um, pay attention to nature. Um, take care of your animals, your pets, you know, your cats and dogs. Is a, small pets is typically a Virgo thing, but really all animals. So nature, animals, and messages. So Mercury rules the news media. And so, you know, those kinds of messages, but with that balance with the sun and Pisces, I would say, watch your dream messages. Maybe in the last few weeks with Mercury in retrograde, it's about to go direct um, tomorrow night, Monday night in Eastern time. Um, what you know, we've been getting some outrageous uh, messages in, from other dimensions in our dream states, perhaps, in meditation maybe we've been journaling maybe we've been writing and or creating or doing some artwork or feeling divinely inspired poetry art etc maybe it's one or none of these things but uh, regardless um, we want to be paying attention to messages and um, they could be again you know um, there are messages that we've received in guidance you know divine guidance Um, certainly messages um regarding youth and to that end it's very it's interesting because what comes up for me is I don't know if you heard about this but Corey Feldman who is a former child actor he um had he had written in his autobiography seven years ago and he talked about the abuse that he suffered and pet, he was, you know, by pedophiles in Hollywood. So he was one of the few people, maybe the only person, that's calling out uh, the Hollywood connection with with um, child abuse. And, of course, this t- got a lot more play nowadays, especially with the Me Too movement, calling out Harvey Weinstein and all of the sexual abuse allegations in Hollywood in general. But, of course, Corey... Corey had an even more dangerous mission because he was talking about children. And he said it's like the biggest secret in, in Hollywood. Well, it turns out that he made a documentary which he, he uh, vowed to do a couple of years back and it's going to air online. You can look up his name and, um, and just, it's going to be, I believe it'll be 8 p.m. Eastern time on Monday night, uh, pay-per-view. And he's going to name names. So he's, he's had his life threatened for, obviously, for a couple of years now, um, going public with all this. But he said he's going to name names, some of which people will know and some w- don't, but they're known in Hollywood. But there is going to be a name, at least one, that is one that everybody knows. So people, I'm, supposed, I'm, I, I'm sure people in Hollywood are on, on their edge. But um, it's it's an interesting time that he's releasing that because it's within a few hours of Mercury stationing direct. In other words, it's stopped its retrograde path and it's now going to move forward. So um, Mercury again ruling youth and news media, and here it is in the the ruler of this full moon. You know, things talk about things coming to fruition, right? In 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 the case of the Sun and Neptune, highlighting abuse. And deception and fraud and criminal activity, and then um, the ruler of this mercury right coming coming out with what has happened. I also find it interesting that Mercury right now is at twenty eight degrees of aquarius well that 's that degree twenty eight degrees was when the great American eclipse happened, and twenty eight leo right leo Aquarius opposite signs so the, where Mercury is right now, the news giving Mercury, news of youth, is opposing that eclipse point. Now, I know that was three years ago, the great American eclipse, and uh, two and a half to be exact. But it's pretty fascinating when you think about the fact that here, that abuse, the, these, those are the eclipses, the Leo Aquarius eclipses, is where the pedophilia child abuse scandals first emerged. And even though we have long passed the Leo Aquarius nodes, you know, we've been in Cancer and Capricorn now, but even though we've passed those, those that long since passed, here's an echo of it coming up. So yes, all his hard work coming to fruition, going public. So send light to Corey Feldman. This is, this is a big, big deal. Uh, so it's, you know, but it is again part of the overall Saturn-Pluto conjunction in Capricorn, which is about the taking down of power, exposing corruption at, at the highest places. Pluto is not only about corruption, but it also is about uh, sexuality and our life force. So corruption and uh, things of a, you know, sex crimes, very much so. Obviously, it's the same, the same conjunction that brought down Harvey Weinstein and all these other people, uh, notables, and the Vatican, and you know somebody else just resigned, a French cardinal, I believe it was the other day. So um, you know, it's all it's taking down a lot of of the high people, people in very high places. So here we are. Here's more of it, right? And Jupiter, which is also in Capricorn, is starting to come pretty close to Saturn and Pluto. So the karma making Saturn and the darkness-busting Pluto, Jupiter's coming along to turn up the volume on that. So Jupiter's also about those in high places. So it's very uh, auspicious that all of this is happening right now. So anyway... Back to the full moon in Virgo. More, I should say, on the full moon in Virgo. Mars. Talk about Mars for a minute. Mars is the planet of action and forward movement. So that's obviously helping Corey's cause. Mars is in Capricorn, as I've talked about in previous episodes. Uh, Mars in Capricorn, is, it's marching through um, this whole month. And uh, it'll definitely get intense now for the next two weeks, and I'm going to talk more about this on another podcast, but it's going to be pretty intense. And um, it's echoing everything that came up in January when Saturn and Pluto were exactly aligned or conjunct at 22 degrees of Capricorn, with the exact point, which is what brought out, of course, all of this game-changing coronavirus right the whole global economy everything being affected mars is um, you know kind of exploding that whole thing and um, watch what happens now because we'll we'll have a kind of repeat of these themes or these themes will be tested and challenged in the fall because in september mars is going to be in aries and it will actually go retrograde it only t- it only happens about every two years that Mars goes retrograde. It's going to go retrograde, or step back, in its own sign of Aries. So it's his home sign, and it's going to challenge all of those that Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto and Capricorn. It's going to challenge it because it's going to make a square, like 90 degree angle. Aries and Capricorn are at 90 degree angles. You ever wonder why if you're in an Aries and you don't get along with Capricorns? Well, it could be because, <laughs> of course, it's being very general here. But yeah, those, those signs square each other, so, and they're cardinal signs. So this is going to be uh, pretty big. So watch in September, October, November when Mars makes that square, and it will, it will challenge the establishment, right? So Capricorn being the status quo and government and society and Mars in Aries might be about um, blazing a new path regarding a new direction or what what is the wisest direction and how can we incorporate um, new new ways of thinking and new directions with um, taking care of our society. So there's that. let's see what else did i want to talk about oh yes this is not only um yeah so mercury in aquarius right now mars i mean sorry mercury will go direct in aquarius and then it'll go float back through pisces and uh, go into aries in april well mercury is at this interesting point right now, because it's at 28 Aquarius, and Aquarius is about genius thinking, you know, a genius, the, and so Mercury rules the logical thinking mind, so this is really saying, hey, let's stop and pause, and rethink things in a more progressive fashion. Not only that, I find it fascinating that in the chart of um, the United States, Uh, we have the moon at 27 degrees of Aquarius. So Mercury is gonna stop right on the moon of the USA. So the United States chart is, of course, our, our birthday is July 4th, right? July 4th, 1776. The sun was in Cancer when the USA was born, and the moon was in Aquarius. So that's what gives, gives us our diverse population, right? The melting pot, remember how you used to say that in, in school. Well, Aquarius is about diversity. And it's also about being um, progressive and democratic and genius thinking, innovative, thinking outside the box, uh, quantum leaps, the, the future self, you could say, because Aquarius rules the future. So there's, what's available to us is quantum leaps in, you know, how we think, coming from our future self. So um, it's the light body. It's the kundalini, um, enlightened kundalini yogic activation of the light body. So kundalini yoga uh, opens the pituitary gland and it elevates and activates the nervous system, moving us into a higher frequency. So thoughts along those lines are, are, have, the, have great potential uh, when Mercury's stopping on that point. And it's really, wink, wink, right at the USA. Obviously, it's for the world community, but the fact that it's stopping right there on the, on the USA moon, which is the population of our country, that's pretty cool. So in a mundane or world chart, um, the moon represents the population of a people. So the moon in Aquarius is our USA population, right? Genius, progressive thinking, you know, think of all, love's inventions, right? You know, how American ingenuity, you used to hear that growing up. American ingenuity, people coming up with all kinds of inventions and things, you know, Henry Ford and the car, and you know, all that stuff. And it's certainly, we're at a new place right now. We're at a new threshold. Mercury rules kids. Right? As I said before, kids, youth, Aquarius. If you think about Mercury, Aquarius, um, this may be a place for children to serve in the community. Think about how we could connect ourselves or, or just bond together in our neighborhoods and communities. Aquarius also rules the internet or you know, the it rules technology and the internet, so it might be, as we've seen, um, many uh, places in the other parts of the world are um, you know in Italy and in China they shut down their school system and all the kids are going online much to the concern of parents of course who are probably going nuts right now as some of them have complained you know they're home all day with the kids but hey you know you got to do what you got to do Saturn and Pluto make restrictions and it's not easy but we just gotta gotta deal with it right gotta deal with reality Well, it might be that our um, school districts follow along. You know, if the uh, virus doesn't abate or get under uh, some kind of control that's more reasonable, we might go in that direction. But in any event, it's still, it's a great opportunity for kids to um, really align with and and to foster this amongst our youth and amongst our communities of um, innovative thinking, coming up with different solutions. So I'd like to share something very fun and interesting along those lines of innovative solutions. Uh, Billy Porter, that fantastic, uber-talented Billy Porter, an Emmy, Grammy, and Tony Award winning singer, Broadway singer, vocalist, actor, visionary, LGBTQ icon, Um, he is going to be playing a genderless fairy godmother in the upcoming remake of Cinderella which is due out next year. So that's really faboo. Porter is, I think it's the first guy to do this, to hold the role in a mainstream adaptation of Cinderella. And he's calling it a classic fairy tale for a new generation. Well, I'll say, um... He, you know, he. You, you've seen him at the Oscars. He does these outrageous, he had this tuxedo gown. It was like a tuxedo, black and white, you know, shirt, bow tie, jacket, and then this huge ball gown of tulle and just, just totally fabulous. Um, every red carpet, he makes some kind of statement um, at the Met Gala last year, he arrived as this Egyptian god with these, you know, with gold, like eye, eye eyelids, eyebrows, wings. He put his arms out and he had these gigantic wings and he was carried aloft like Cleopatra. I mean, it was just, it was by all these men and, you know, those you know, Egyptian pages kind of thing. And it was just fabulous. So, um, very much an icon. So, um, but he did say that he, he, he felt you know certainly it is um how profound that he's playing the fairy godmother or he or as they call it the fab g and and one of the great things he said in this interview with with cbs news was magic has no gender magic has no gender so i love that i mean especially with the full moon i mean sorry yeah the full moon in with saturn sun Aligned with Neptune on this full moon, talk about achieving one's dream and dissolving what we think of as reality, and opening to huge creative inspiration and grounding it like the, the full moon, saying, "Okay, you know, bring it. Let's let's make this real." So um, I, I think that's it's a wonderful statement. Magic has no gender. Uranus, which is the planet that rules Uranus and Aquarius rule LGBTQ as well as Mercury. So you see, there it is again, Mercury in Aquarius, um, you know, announcing these, these outrageous, these breakthroughs. And um, anyway, so yeah, Cinderella is going to be there. Well, Billy Porter is Cinderella. Can't wait to see that. So fun and uh, creative and inspiring. Anyway, I think that's all for now. So um in in our next episode, i'm I'm going to be talking with some um, with people I promised you, like Shata, about mantra and yoga and ways of empowering us and singing, singing our way into health or maintaining our health with song and mantra and um, inspiration like that. And a, a couple of other people I have in mind that I've been guided to ask, but shh, don't tell anyone, it's a secret can't tell you just yet but it's all coming up so stay tuned for next episodes so great to to be here with you um as ever if you ever need to reach me or want to you know send me an email or whatever earliana at starsoundastrology.com and um, it's always a pleasure so have fun on this full moon. Don't, um, don't beat up on yourself. Don't be overly critical of yourself or others. That's the thing to look out for with, with a Virgo full moon, right? Don't overwork and overthink. Uh, just balance art and um, inspiration and practicality. So bring that art into the world and make a plan and make it happen. That's what I say. Anyway, so much for now. See you next time. Much love. This is Iriana Samsara, Star Sound Speaks, Star Sound Astrology. Thank you.